1: Lucky Lucky Podcast, what's good with it? Monday, brought to you by Anorah Whiskey, anorahwhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey, anorahwhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure that you drink responsibly. You got to drink responsibly.
2: We gotta remind people, Sean. We gotta remind people, SD two mics. Remind them of what? Is that? Remind them of this, because this has been dragged through the mud lately. Up and downs. The brand of recruitment is suffering right now, but this is still strong. We still strong. We holding on. Maybe not with Under Armour. See, we gotta hide the X. We're hoping to change that to a check mark that would change our future. <laughs> See that smoke in the Chicago air? Is that pollution y'all getting? All that, all that haziness from them caning the fires? It's got some of y'all boys a little twisted. Lost in the fall. <laughs> mm.
1: You mean like the five-star defensive end that's committing today that was deemed not good enough to be recruited by Notre Dame? Oh, let me stop. You mean uh, that other kid? Let me stop. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely something in the air. Oh, for sure. (laughs) So go ahead, love. Your thoughts, bro. Oh, YouTube subscribe.
2: Yeah. We are suffering. Notre Dame, the brand, is suffering. The football recruitment is suffering from none other than this Gen Z Peyton Bowen disease. That's what it is. It's a Peyton Bowen disease. This, 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 this this thing where kids are so excited to lie to deceive, to mislead, in the hopes of what? See, it's, it's it's all comes down to attention. It's an attention thing. That's what it is. We we do we do a great job at Notre Dame giving the right intention, the right way of doing things. Kids these days don't believe in the right way of doing things. We gotta change the game here. This is the not the one, not the two. This is the third time. I'm sorry, this is the fourth time. Peyton, Keon, Carnell, Justice, Scott. What do you do with that? And what is it? What is it? What is it really about? There's, there's many factors. There's many factors, but it's the misleading factor that comes from attention. Is Notre Dame not giving the right attention? We giving attention, but is it the right attention? Or is it the kids? Is it, cause, cause you know, it's about what the kids want. And when attention comes into the factor, when social media comes into the factor, it bleeds into the disease. It bleeds into the disease of why Notre Dame is just getting stopped at the door. It's crazy. It's crazy because you know what? We we get all the good stories from the kids. Yeah, I love Notre Dame. Nothing else I need to see. Maybe there is something we need to keep back from kids there. Maybe we just need to hold something back. Because once they see everything, it just appears that they like, okay, I guess that's all I'm going to get. Maybe we lay it out too good. Maybe there's no, the ceiling is too low for some of these kids when they look at Notre Dame because we just spell it out too great. Maybe we don't have the right pieces in the right places, but none other than that, the, the, the attention thing is what gives me. What's the point? But I do think that it does show us, once again, the things that are important to some of these kids are the areas in which we still have yet to be proven in, but also things that we are unwilling to do. Carnell told us, maybe it's a Chicago thing. I want a guy that's gonna get me to the lead, and I can know he's gonna get me to the lead because of what he's done in the past, how, how, how who he is as a coach, what is what he produces on the field, what he produces in the NFL. That's a slam dunk. I think at the end of the day, for some of these kids, that's all that matters. So if I'm Marcus Freeman, it's like, okay, no matter how good I recruit you, you want to guarantee that the position coach that you have is going to get you there. That's what I think at the end of the day. Because after this reason why, I mean, it's easy to think. We don't have a Larry Johnson. That's not our fault. But that's a huge key. You know, You know, NILK, okay, academics okay, schedule, uniform, whatever. But that key component is where I guess, because that wasn't Keon's situation necessarily, but look at our track record on recruiting in that position, in that area. It just hasn't been as strong Notre Dame the brand is going to get you in the door, apparently. So apparently Notre Dame and what Marcus Freeman is doing is going to get you a seat at the table, which is cool, which is cool, but Notre Dame getting a seat at the table, we got to find our edge. We got to find what is going to separate us when all the cards are laid out on the table, because our hand always loses to the last round. It's like we we killing it uno. boom. Got the red and I change it to blue, I hit the reverse, I go again, hit the reverse, I go again. Then I get a wild, boom, I'm about to get down to two. I got two cards left. Two cards left hit uno, I'm about to say uno, uno out. And then guess what? How's they come with that wild draw four? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The wild draw four. I go from two to six and then you know what they do? They change the color. I got all yellows. They go green, and now I'm back to square one, in the middle of the pack. What is Notre Dame's wild card draw for going to be when it's getting down to the Uno? When it's getting down to the Uno? When we when we don't beat everybody at the table is me, uh, Notre Dame, uh, Georgia, Ohio State is only. Four cards in rotation. What is going to be our draw for on the tape? That's what I want to know. Because right now we're drawing for and thinking we're about to get out. Thinking we're about to strike out. That's hard. I don't think necessarily it's Al Washington's position, but Al Washington is not Larry Johnson. That's a fact. He's not, Al Washington is a great coach. Larry Johnson got a better resume. We talk about Michigan. Mike Elston is a great recruiter. I think Al Washington can recruit pretty well, but Elston got that resume. He can roll out to it. He can roll out uh, Aiden Hutchinson. He can roll out anybody he wants. He's got a, that's what he's done. The Nicks, Sheldon Day, Isaac Rochelle, name one. So, the, the the resume is what's standing out to some of these kids. I'm Carnell's hard man. I love Notre Dame, but you got Ohio State and what they're doing in that receiver department from production, and then you compare production. You like, oh my goodness, we we look like a conference, uh, a conference USA team in comparison to production out of rooms. They like, man, yes, it's it's everything and more. But if I go there, what? Nobody's coming out alive. Who's coming out alive? Who is going to come out alive of these rooms? We need Tobias to be that Randy Moss. <laughs> we need Jason Onye to be a Chase Young. Validate the stock, The squad. Somebody's got to be like, oh yeah, I'm the number one in this group because of where I'm at, who's coaching me, where I'm, you know, I'm I'm the five star right now on the team. There's not a there's not a vision past what the recruitment is for some of these kids at Notre Dame. They see and they eat up the recruitment part. But once they go home and they get to sit in their room, they like, man, that recruitment is great, but but the envision, I don't see too many guys getting to the end of the road. I see guys going into politics, guys going into acting, dudes doing CEO financing and guys doing media, all type of stuff. But where are the where are the bona fide just first round picks hanging out at the, the rookie premiere or something? Where 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 are the you know who's winning the rookie of the year award? you know, that receiver that just just got there from Ohio State or from Clemson or who just signed that big contract for $100 million in the NFL because he came from uh, Clemson or something. You know, that's the news. Notre Dame can put you on the news. You can get the initial attention on the news. But what's the vision after? You don't hear about none of these dudes after. The last dude that you heard from Notre Dame that was still making waves and relevant in the football world was Jerome Bettis. Damn near. We still talk. He had created a whole life after How many football lives were created after Notre Dame, the brand, that guys can look back and be like, man, that's relevant today. Relevant today. So I do believe That having a recruitment is a start, but we have to get a vision of what it actualizes after the recruitment, after we get them in the building. Because right now, kids are like, yeah, I'm buying it, I'm I'm buying into it. Yeah, that makes sense. Notre Dame, four for 40, but 40 years from now, you might have to mix that message up. Just say 40 years of greatness for four years. How about that? 40 years packed into four. That's what I want to tell them. Don't say four for 40. Because now people are like, I don't want to be old. I want to have the money now. I want to get to the league right now. I'm trying to have that experience right now. Don't don't send me off in the distance for 40 years. Don't send me off. So the new message is not four for 40. It's 40 years packed into four. That's what we're saying. 40 years of resources, 40 years of experience, 40 years of everything that we know packed into 4 years. We're not doing a 4 for 40 cuz that's that's that kids is like I can't even think that far. I can't even think what 40 years look like for me right now. Stop telling me that. Tell me, hey, if all the 40 years of research and collection and read and all the money and in networking, we got For those four years, you're going to be like, man, I've been here for 40. That's what you want to promote. That's the message. Marcus Freeman going there and be like, man, you're going to be here for the three to four years and going to be feeling like you was here for 40. You're going to know so much. You're going to be so much better. We're going to get you to that next level. And then you're going to be able to take care of yourself after you come from there. Because we're going to get you there. We don't want to say come to paradise and then let your wildest dreams take over. What is that? Just come on to Notre Dame and anything can happen. But it, I don't want that. Anything can happen. That's why you got a lot of people not making it. You got a lot of people going off on the different things. When well, Harry He stand recruits, what do you say? Listen, you can go see the campus. I'm going to be right here watching this film. You can go tour around all the buildings. You can go talk to all the academics and do all the prep. But I'm a football coach. And, and, and we snagged one. Charles Jackson said, okay, let me just sit in there for three hours. I don't need to see anything else because he's going to get me there. Yeah, I love the school after, but I got 40 years of what Harry Heestand has done in three hours with me. I believe him. Harry Heestand preaches like that. How you how else do you get all these linemen at a Hall of Fame and making $100 million? Harry Heestand said, look, they tell you four for 40. But in this film room, I'm showing you 40 for four. That's why you are gonna be so good. I'm showing you 40 years of experience in this film room for three hours, Charles Jaggersong. And by the time you leave this room, you're gonna be like, okay, I believe I'm going to the league. I need to come here. Easy, easy recruitment. Easy. Rec- don't tell me when I'm sitting in there talking to you and you telling me how, you know, you building the program. But for 40 years later, what are you talking about? You, I'm t- You're talking about my parents' retirement fund. 40 years is not good for me. And I'm an 18 year old trying to win right now. That's why Charles Jaggers said, man, I don't need all that extra stuff. I don't need to ride in the Bentley around campus. Why? I want to buy one. He stands like, look, I can show you how to buy one. You block this dude like this. You listen to me, I do this. Because that's 40 years I got for you. And then when I'm a, when I'm a sprinkle for that 40, I'm going to bring back a Zach Martin. It just come chill. I'm going to bring back a Ronnie and a Mike McGlinchey and a Q Nelson to come holler at y'all boys when they, you know, coming from their uh, other experiences to come back to the source. I'm the source. Now you're walking in there, and you see Q. Nelson sitting right next to you, getting cussed out. <laughs> he don't even—he ain't even on the team, and he's saying, "Just you—you got to do this." That's a—that's a wealth of experience. That's a wealth of knowledge. If you're able to capture 40 years and convince a kid that you can pour into them that much, that they can get to the next level. That's the difference. That's the four for 40 we need to reverse. Either you're on mute. <laughs> you done, bro? I'm serious, man.
1: I think I'm done. Hey, I gave you the intro. <laughs> I'll let you have
2: it. I just want to make sure you were done. Yeah, man. Cause it's just like we can't keep losing like this. It's one thing to lose where the kid put the hat on and mm-hmm. then throw the hat and we be like, oh, he got us, but we was close. Mm-hmm. These kids getting disrespectful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're literally calling me like, fake signing on the line, and then throw the paper away or something like, this is crazy. Or or move all they stuff to school and then be like, coach, my bad, bro, I messed up. I'm about to go. <laughs> like, this is, what, what is this? Lucky
1: Lucky Podcast. I want to preface what I'm about to say. And I want to say if you are a Notre Dame apologist, which this world is full of, <laughs> you need to lead the podcast right now. I'm giving you 15 seconds to lead the podcast. If you are a Notre Dame apologist that believes Notre Dame does nothing wrong, Notre Dame has no flaws, Notre Dame doesn't have to beg for athletes, Notre Dame only loses athletes because of NIL, whatever excuse you want to make, Justin Scott Went to Ohio State because of NIL. Whatever excuse you want to make that puts you in the category of a Notre Dame apologist, leave the podcast right now. Because you ain't about to like what I'm about to say. You are not about to like what Sean Davis is about to say. I saw That's that. Right. I'll give a darn. i respect to Tim Priester. Ohio State, NIL got nothing to do with, with Notre Dame sucking at recruiting when it came to Justin Scott. That's right. Brian Driscoll put it on the message board. But when the time comes, he will reveal an event that took place that I am aware of that is so egregious in recruiting. (laughs) So egregious that a beginner coach wouldn't make this mistake.
2: Not the inside info, Sean. Not the inside info, man. So
1: we're gonna keep it funky, left. We're gonna keep it funky. When I went to talk to Justice Scott in December, Notre Dame was nowhere in sight, left. Nowhere. We're gonna keep it funky today. We got the intel the Irish breakdown. We put it on the message board. Days later, Notre Dame and the staff showed up in Justin Scott's high school.
2: Oh, off oh, no our actual No, they didn't. No, I'm they didn't. It funky today,
1: no, all the don't. way funky. We're recruiting for kids. We got to tell me go. Notre Dame was doing a great job. Notre Dame was nowhere in sight when it comes to Justin Scott. Nowhere.
2: What are they
1: doing? The only reason they jumped to the top is because of Marcus Freeman and Chad Vogt. That's it. That's it. So those of you that want to jump on Marcus Freeman, the only reason they got in the door is because of Marcus Freeman. But you late. Period. Period. The problem with Notre Dame is they are the people that walk by the people that need help in the world every day. You say, what do you mean by that, Sean? You know, you walk downtown Chicago, you might see somebody on the corner that's less fortunate left, holding a bucket. You see someone less fortunate in another area, and you walk by them, and you want to offer them not what they need you won't offer them what they need they'll sit there and tell you i'm hungry they'll sit there and tell you i need shelter they'll sit there and tell you what they need what their needs are what they're looking for and you present to them what you want to present to them even jesus fed people before he ministered Even Jesus dealt with the need first. So yes, left when you talk about what's the pitch? The pitch is our degree. Uh, our degree. Our degree is second to none. Four to forty. Our degree. That's what you lead with. That's what you lead with. You have oh. no. That's no game. A no game. <laughs> when you leave with that in recruiting, you have no game. None. None. None.
2: You lost, right? You we'll keep here. it funky. You lost right before
1: you started. Think it not strange that the intel from my conversation, along with Brian Driscoll on the message board, shows up three days later. All of a sudden, Notre Dame pops up at St. Nation
2: pops up talking academics pops up talking degrees now now they want to make a full
1: court press i wasn't playing last monday when i said the math wasn't mathing. i wasn't playing when i said everybody in the building wasn't on the same wavelength with justin scott i'm not biting my words The two dudes that wanted him made the difference. Marcus Freeman and Chad Bowl made the difference. But what else you got? What else you got? Let's keep it funky. NIL. What did I tell you a month ago, Lev? Did I not tell you he was interested in who he's going to be playing next to in the defensive class? Very. Did I not tell you he was paying attention to the defensive classes that were being mounted? Who is he playing next to in Notre Dame's defensive class? Who? Who? Who should he get super excited about that That's he's playing next saying. to? That's who?
2: what I was saying. Who? who in the room is he looking at? He looking at the room like, I don't want to be the best player and i can just get there what do you mean nobody wants to be the best player just getting there unless you're just i mean there's one thing like Jalen smith's you know because he's a freaking age. but even with that it's like dang can i get a can i at least get another fowski in the tank that i can follow up with with my fowski at i'm following jordan Batello, when jordan Batello following who he ain't even got it on the field yet. Riley Mills? Justin Scott talking to Marcus Freeman like, Riley Mills?
1: <laughs> and see, I see people, I see, you can going to do the research because he's on the message board, right? Brian, your school on the message board clearly stated, if Notre Dame turns up the heat, they have a great chance at this point in time to make an impression on Justin Scott. That's what he posted on the message board. What happened three days later?
2: A response. A response happened three days
1: later. man, you,
2: you don't have to believe
1: me. You don't have to believe me. The proof is there. Still on the message board. Go check the dates. You say delusion all you want to.
2: Go check the dates. Super facts. Showed up three days later.
1: So what happens, last Sunday left, did I not tell you what his decision was last Sunday? Did I not text you what his decision yeah, was?
2: Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, this is the Peyton Bowen disease of a teacher. Now,
1: of course, we knew what his decision was last Sunday, but we weren't about to preempt the young man and come on the show Monday and not give him the opportunity to do what he needed to do. He said he's going to talk to his coaches and talk with his family and talk it over. We gave him that opportunity. He said it was going to be mid July, probably. He decided to do it yesterday. It is what it is. But this delusion and these excuses that Notre Dame fans want to make all the time, as if Notre Dame can't do anything wrong anytime a kid chooses any other school for Notre Dame, it's money. Heaven forbid Notre Dame just can't be doing a good job at recruiting or getting out recruited. All the way facts. Oh, the family must, the family, dude, you need to do your research on Justin Scott's parents. That's what you need to do. They must be all about the money. that's crazy the effort isn't there
2: that's what it
1: is it's hilarious to the point where this fan base will give it will give itself excuses here i'm gonna give myself the excuse so when it happens i won't have to look at the truth of the matter of what's going on with my program
2: well you know how that's what that's how we do though that's how we do look at how we do the coaches do oh man. About, I don't know why somebody just don't want to come all of a sudden. What do you mean?
1: So no, Ryan Day,
2: Ryan cool. Day
1: does what every coach should do. I would negative recruit the heck out of Notre Dame right now if I was a college recruit. It's too easy. It's too easy. <laughs> it's too easy.
2: It's
1: too easy. It's, it's low hanging fruit, especially with big time recruits. It's low hanging fruit.
2: That's well, man.
1: Here's a question. What was the last first round defensive line? That's the first thing I would ask Justin Scott. Easily, what's the last first round defensive line? Easy. What's the last time that defense had was in the top 10
2: award winners? When's the last time we had an award winner? And last time he had a first round. But you you mad at the kids? You mad at the kids?
1: Damn, somebody. He lied to the recruits. Who? 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 The same thing he told me last Sunday is the same thing he told Notre Dame recruits last weekend. The Notre Dame coaching staff was aware that he was going to Michigan last Sunday. They knew it. They had been told. This is no surprise. Notre Dame has been knowing for over a week that they weren't the choice. What are we talking about? They knew it. Went to long term. We're going to recruit him into the National Sign today, and that's what they're doing. Yeah.
2: That's what they're doing. If you're
1: a Notre dame apologist, you need to leave the show, bro. This ain't the show for you. It's not the show for you. It's not. It's not.
2: Now and we also lost Isaiah Cannon. Oh, uh, uh, don't even
1: talk about that. Hold up, dude. That I can't even. The reasoning behind that is so crazy, Lev.
2: <laughs> it's like something I've I've heard before, but it sounds crazy the way he write that crazy letter. See, about. I, see, I see I'm not letting this pass,
1: bro. You can say what you want to say. And they can long-term recruit him to national sign today. But anybody that wants to tell you that Notre Dame was all over Justin Scott is lying to you. They're lying. They're flat out lying to you. Left, you got Miami, basically. Doing a a public circus for this kid. You got Mike Elston in Michigan rolling it out. The entire staff. You got Ryan Day literally showed up a week before his birthday at the basketball game. Like, hey, man, yo, 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 you don't want to do that.
2: You don't wanna do that. And this is
1: these are the reasons why. You know who the most pivotable, um, the most pivotal people in this process were behind the scenes? His coaches, his high school coaches. Oh yeah, easily. Easily. And you know they're gonna be like See, this was this was actually a recruitment done the right way. Talk to the coaches. Gather information. Take your time. Come back. Talk to your mom and dad. You guys come talk to us. We'll see what you're thinking. Talk to us again. You sure? Decision is made. That's how recruiting is supposed to work. Now, see, last year when it was Keon's uncle, everybody was, oh, it's dirty. It's dirty. NIL. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Now you got a kid that just flat out does it the way it's supposed to and comes up with a different answer, and it's the kid's fault. It's the kid's fault. It's not Notre Dame's fault. It's not Notre Dame's fault. It's the kid's fault. What are we talking about?
2: Shame, 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 shame.
1: Kid changed his mind. He was open, said, look, Larry Johnson was the main reason. As I went throughout the week, the things that Larry Johnson said to me kept coming back up. And I went back to my coaches. And I talked to them, and I said, man, I might need to rethink this. Notre Dame fans might feel bad, left. I feel worse for Mike Elston. Because he actually got a call that the young man was coming. I feel... Michigan has to feel awful. Yeah. Notre Dame knew last week they weren't the choice. They knew. They had moved on. They started planning for the future. No Recru- we're going to recruit them the National Sign Day. Michigan actually got a call like, yo, And then had to
2: get the other call. Like, wow! And I thought it was him. I thought it was him. I thought it was the the trickery. But it really comes back to the nature of what we've been doing. It, we it set is. it up as a facade. Oh, yes. optically, no. optically, pot of gold. Oh, this is the the, the Notre Dame da 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 da. First of all, first of all,
1: he didn't even get the pot of gold. That's number one.
2: He didn't even get the pot of gold? No. Oh my God.
1: No. No. As the number one defensive tackle and the number five player in the nation at that point in time, he didn't get the pot of gold. Oh, my goodness. He was still, I guess he was still being evaluated.
2: That's crazy.
1: That's tough, man. And and, and this is the funny thing. Justice Scott never lied to me. Justice Scott never told me I'm going to Notre Dame other than when he changed his commitment date and said I was going to choose Notre Dame.
2: That's it.
1: He never lied to me. No, one time. I said his recruitment and our standby has been one of the most refreshing recruitments. See, it's a a difference between somebody telling you something and you not liking what you hear, right? So I could say, well, this is what Larry Johnson laid out. Well, Notre Dame said something similar, okay? He probably said it better. Or he presented it better. Yeah. Or it was backed up by other stuff better. Let me ask you a question, Le. Who's the defensive coordinator at Notre Dame? I'll go. How many times did he go see Justin Scott? Take a guess. Probably
2: once, maybe. Talked to him on the phone more than he visited him. I know that. Yeah, I, I believe that. But you know, Al goes the NFL, dude. Like I, you know, being around Matt Lafleur, he was the same way, man. He couldn't stand recruiting. So I, I, I you know, it's unfortunate that your D coordinator doesn't like doing it, but somebody got to do it. I mean, golly. <laughs> so I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, you know, I gave him too much credit saying one. I'm not surprised he didn't even go. He probably just, even when he came up to the camp, he probably just saw him as a passer. He, it, dude, oh, it, know, like, even, <laughs> even, even if you are a Notre Dame apologist, bro, the D.C. Yeah, like no interest, None. Well, you know, he trying to coach football. And, you going to cover up doing,
1: for that? Stay we, we, we're, covering, we're covering up for that? I feel That's like Dela Reese and Harlem Knights. If y'all going to cover up for that, we all going to be some fighting bring it come on bring what are we talking about what are we talking about when they made the move in december tommy reese was the second point man think about that left yeah when you talking?
2: About? you put tommy on the case the
1: offensive coordinator it was marcus chad tommy that's that's not organized. They got things to the point they got to. Not,
2: the, sad. Not, not his it's position, sad. coach. It's not sad. his position, coach, or the guy calling the plays.
1: No. No.
2: <laughs> it was the no. other side of the ball. No. The guy in the office no. and the head coach. No. Zero no. influence on Justin Scott. No. Justin Scott said, y'all just sending suits down here, man. No. Y'all just sending the office down here. Y'all ain't even sending me no not my own position, coach, not not the guy that's going to be saying, all right, Justice, I need you play this 3-4 technique. Not mm-hmm. the guy calling the plays. Mm-hmm. You sitting in office runners and a dude on the other side of the ball that's that you his second or third stop because he's got to recruit the offensive guys first.
1: <laughs> hey, man, look.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I told you, man. He said you sitting and then you and then you talk to me about academics. What do you mean? I'm the number one player. You talk to you talk about academics to the number 86th D lineman. Cause you're gonna be here for a while. You 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 do that to the 46th in the nation. I'm fifth in the nation. You know my trajectory. It's not four for 40. It's four million in four years because I'm about to go to the league. Come on, man. I'm not about to make it long enough to get a degree. So that's what you leading with. And then you send a, a guy that talking offense to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know how to block, but I'm a defensive guy. Marcus Freeman just is just cool. That's my dog. And see, you know, this is where you know you have to clearly.
1: You know, people get emotional. Right? So I said what I said, but facts that are still the evidence is still on the message board. Go check the dates. Check the dates. Go check the dates. So you're saying that no, no, I'm not saying nothing. Go check the dates. All I'm saying is the energy they moved with after the Irish breakdown Intel was totally different than the energy they were moving with before when they came to recruiting, Justin Scott, period.
2: Period. Ohio State got got great negative recruiting because they have our coaches that's been there. What do you think? Al- Alfred's like, slam dunk, send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, like, send them to me. I can just tell you what it is and what it ain't it's still the same thing. And send Justice Scott to my office and just give me five minutes, bro. This is what they do over there. This is why they have a problem, and this is why I'm here at Ohio State. They ain't even want me. <laughs> they, I, I feel like, look, they ain't even want me, and I'm over here turning in the the the, 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 the greatest. So that's an easy slam. No, they ain't gotta be kicking themselves in the butt. We don't let. Our best recruiter go to the enemy. Now he know all our dirty secrets. Still, because we haven't changed. And now we just keep losing recruits in our backyard to the man we, you know what I mean? That's easy. Ryan Day was like, what you, Ryan Day was like, Alfred, tell me something to go up there for. Tell, tell me something, uh, where, uh, where to eat in Chicago, and what to tell Justin Scott. Let me run up here real quick and turn him, turn him away from school. Easy. He probably went up there with a notepad. All right, no, they ain't bad at this. This is what they really do. You don't want to be there. They ain't got no first-rounders. They ain't reading off a list. They ain't got no NIL, even though that don't really matter, but they ain't got that either. Just to show you they don't have no effort, they got to get to the message boards and, and, and listen and tap into, not, not 24-7 recruiting. They got to tap into the, to the Brian Driscoll show to know who to recruit. That's crazy.
1: So left, you know, when you Said, man, I don't know what it is. I can't speak to the big picture, but I can speak to Justin Scott. I can speak to that.
2: We got negative recruiting out there, can you know? Man, look. Where are we gonna go? We gotta do something different.
1: And it's weak. I'm gonna keep it above. It's weak. Every time Notre Dame loses a recruiting battle, everybody wants to grab a hold of NIL. It's weak and it's pathetic. And to always characterize a young man's parents as money grabbers is that's is, is is widely disrespectful. It's widely disrespectful.
2: But well, we talk about it's so a choice. I guess I guess
1: Jason Moore's parents are any are nil whoremongers mongers as well when he decided to go to Ohio State. Over Notre Dame last year, man, they just had a kid do that to us.
2: They just had a an- second year
1: in a row a kid, there's a Notre Dame kid on the defensive line,
2: and Larry Johnson snatches him at the end, not doing it at the end. Absolutely not doing it. They let us absolutely play and do all that, and then. They like all right. Let's absolutely. they be like, all right, about time to absolutely. Let's go. let's go ahead and just take them real quick. What are they doing? What are they? What is no, no names playing around?
1: It's super weak, left. Yeah. It's weak. Especially when you don't know the background. It's weak. Oh, it's in IL. It's weak. Like I said, Brian Driscoll put it on the message board about something that took place that was so egregious that Freeman and Chad Bowden had to spend time catching up. And he won't say anything about it until National Sign the Day because Notre Dame is still recruited. Period. It's In like, closing, you cannot tell a young lady that you like her and then you don't go see her. We really love you. Man, we really like you. We really like you.
2: And never see him.
1: Man, we love you. We really won't, man, we think you could be one of the cogs. Next time you see him, oh, man, we still love you. Yeah, but I haven't heard from you. What happened to the I, day? I haven't heard from It's like, left. have you? We've done this, Left. Come on, man. Growing up, unfortunately, I won't, you know. I'll use myself as an example. I've been in college and high school, really liked the girl. You know what I'm saying? But really, you know, told her, like, man, we should go out. We should kick it. We should get to know each other. And then it's like a month goes by, I don't call her. I don't text her. I see her at a party again. Like, man, what's up? How you been? Man, I no, 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 no. I I know I said I was gonna call you, but I've been busy. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But no, for real, for real, we should really get to know, we should kick it. We should get to know each other. Eventually, that girl is going to be like, no, nah, you don't really like me, dude. <laughs> you don't really like me, dude. You No, you don't really like me like that. What are we talking about? You keep saying all the right things, but your actions, the math ain't mathin'. It's like I told you last Monday, the math was never mathing, man. Yeah. You can talk all this. The action? Nah. Nope. <laughs> Not when I got Miami sending five coaches at a time. Five Not minutes. when I got Michigan sending multiple coaches. I got Ryan Day, negative recruiting. I got Larry Johnson. I got other cats from Chicago in the freshman class reaching out. I see all the cats that I'm gonna be playing with, and I'm looking at Notre Dame, like who am I gonna be playing with?
2: They don't even know. But it's the kids' fault. It's NIL. Forget it,
1: forget all of that other stuff. The only reason Notre Dame di- didn't get them is because of NIL. You're delusional, man. You're delusional, and you're not being honest.
2: Come on, Notre Dame. You're not being
1: honest. Gotta be better than that. You're not being honest about where things are. You're just not. You're not. You're not. You've had Keon Keeley tell
2: you, I need to be developed. Yeah, but we didn't even hire that. That's what's crazy. We ain't even hired, man. We gotta hire that first. It's like
1: we we are so as a fan base, and I'm with it, left. I'm with it. Cause I'll be honest. I think we had an Ohio State fan come on the show last week, and I t- I told him like, nah, I don't see it. I didn't see it. I meant I didn't see it. I talked to him. Yeah, the visit was great. He mentioned Larry Johnson. Remember, I asked him if he had talked to Carnell while he was up there. Yeah, we talked about it. The visit was great, but he told me he had told he told me his choice was Michigan. He told me that last week. He had informed Notre Dame recruits, "This is my choice." That's why Notre Dame fans, why are you mad? Cause he told, he told Notre Dame today, y'all not the choice. Yeah. It is what it is. Michigan fans should be irate.
2: That's true.
1: Michigan recruits, hey, be irate. Notre Dame, what are we mad at? We done put in the work. Oh, the didn't put in, he didn't put in the requisite work.
2: Yeah, if you're not sending your the right people over there, you you didn't even send the person that was gonna call that was gonna no. be with him. dang. That's like sending the academic, one thing, send academic dude down. It's there. one
1: thing to say, yo, we did everything we could. You didn't, you didn't.
2: You didn't. You didn't. You
1: didn't. And that, moving forward, is a problem. Because as Left said in his opening, if Notre Dame is going to continue to lead with the degree, they're going to continue to fail at getting big-time recruits. Big-time recruits don't want to hear about the degree up front, man. They know what Notre Dame is. They know. Speak to the need. Listen to them. What do they need? What are they looking for? Speak to that. Deal with that. And let the degree... Speak
2: for itself. Yeah. You don't have to speak for a degree. A degree going to speak volumes, you know, on its own. Plus, you're not going to Notre Dame without that understanding. It's an academic first. What do you mean? Like, you think this is just a regular university? No. Like, to promote what what you got that makes y'all special anyway is, I think, it's bad salesmanship in itself. Because what do you mean? Of Like, duh, like, of course you come to In-N-Out, what I'm going to be promoting the burger, it's all burgers. Don't go out there with a burger mascot acting as if y'all got other items or y'all got something different. It's only a burger. So that's not special. And I think for Notre Dame, they have to wake up and realize, hey, maybe that's not the thing we should do for the football side (laughs) of of Notre Dame. Let's compartmentalize, not make everything just about a degree. And I do think also that there's this there's, there's gotta be somebody in that building. Cause it sounds like it can't just be Marcus Freeman. Maybe it's you know Pete Vakwa that can help with this. But we have to be able to choose the one to start winning. Because these are all choices. You have to choose to tell Al Golden, you don't have to go down there. I'll go down there for you. That's a choice. You have to choose to be like, all right, we need some guys to go down there. Let's take Chad Bowen and Tommy. What? That's not smart. Just because Tommy's from Chicago has nothing to do. Nothing. Nothing. Especially because the school closed, it ain't like it's far away. Like it, it, it's different how you know we send the uh, Hawaiians to go <laughs> to the Hawaiians because it's far away. Don't be sending me a dude that is down the street because just because he down the street for me like I'm that that's gonna make a difference. Give me my defensive coordinator. <laughs> what are you talking about? Give me my position coach. Let me know that we can get to the next level. You sending dudes that are from my neighborhood, who cares? It's Notre Dame, I go there all the time. Somebody's gotta decide, hey, let's, let's start getting in touch with reality when it comes to recruiting. Yeah, we can hold on to some traditional things, but at this point, the tradition speaks for itself. You walk on campus, Touchdown Jesus right there. You don't sit here promoting Jesus all day. It's right there. The recruitment as an optic is fine. We all understand it. It's an easy sale. But the vision behind the ceiling, the potential, it has to be actualized. Give me some examples, right? Because everybody is seeing this as a great thing, face value, they step through the door, they go, like, oh, this is section eight. What is this? It's in a nice neighborhood, but it's section eight. I want to see the people that come through and, 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 and live lavish, elevate. We need to have the same type of results that we do for our coaching staff. Our coaching staff and how dudes are just elevating to catastrophic levels. Right? I mean, a coach step in that coaching office at Notre Dame for one season is a head coach the next. That's what we need to do to the football program. Do it for the kids. We know what it looks like. Coaches can't wait licking their chops to be low level at Notre Dame. Because they know all I got to do is just be a position coach for two years. I'll be a DCOC head coach in no time. That's how the kids need to feel.